I'd like to draw your attention to the title of the message. What's Jesus doing on the cross? You can ask this question in a way that asks not so much for an answer, but rather a statement along these lines. Right, he's on the cross, but he shouldn't be there. Look, he's innocent. Indeed, that's what we heard Pilate say several times about Jesus in our scripture reading. He's an innocent man. He hasn't done anything wrong. It's got to be some kind of mistake. That also is what the Roman centurion acknowledged following the death of Jesus when he exclaimed, Certainly, this man was innocent. But you can ask it in another way so that it is understood as a genuine question. What is Jesus doing on the cross? What is Jesus doing? On the cross. From one perspective, he's doing nothing, absolutely nothing, because something rather is happening to him. He is being crucified. Yet, as he is dying by crucifixion, one important aspect of what he is doing can be seen in what he is saying. Just a few moments ago, we read John chapter 19, verses 1 through 30. Let's listen again to verses 26 and 27. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her to his own home. In this third of what is known as Jesus' seven last words on the cross, most commentators rightly say that what we see here is a picture of Jesus' humanity and compassion. As he dies, he provides for his earthly mother Mary's care after his death through this spoken last will and testament. Some commentators also rightly recognize that what we see here is a picture of Jesus creating a new family. At the cross, family relationships are not based on natural birth, but rather on new birth, supernatural birth, not according to a physical bloodline, but rather according to his bloodline, the one that we see flowing from his torn body onto the wood of the cross and then all the way down to the ground. I believe these are good answers to the meaning of Jesus' words, but I want us to consider the question once again, what's Jesus doing on the cross? Now, this is not just another way of trying to find out why he is on the cross. Rather, this question needs to be taken at face value. What is he doing on the cross? Remember his words again? What Jesus is doing is obeying his Father's will. You see, in making provision for the care of his mother, what Jesus is doing is obeying the commandment of God. Not only is he obeying his heavenly Father by going to the cross, as Paul would say in Philippians 2, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. So not only is he obeying his Father by going to the cross, he is honoring his mother. He is honoring his mother. In other words, Jesus is obeying the fifth commandment. 
For as we read in both Exodus and Deuteronomy, Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Honor your father and your mother, as the Lord your God commanded you, that your days may be long, and that it may go well with you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. You see, in the sacrificial system of Israel in Jesus' day, in order to be accepted, the sacrifice had to be perfect. For an animal, perfection meant no blemish, no imperfection visible on the outside. God called his people then and calls his people now to be holy. And so, holiness and perfection means no sin, neither sins of commission nor sins of omission, neither doing wrong nor failing to do right, neither doing bad nor failing to do good. And all of this from the heart, from the inside not just with the hands on the outside. And so here on the cross, in these final words of instruction, Jesus provides for his earthly mother. In honoring his mother, Jesus is fulfilling the fifth commandment. He is obedient to his heavenly father to the end of his life, to the excruciatingly painful, suffering end of his life. But there is much more going on here. For in providing for and thus honoring his mother, Jesus is also providing for every person who is trusting in him alone for salvation. Once again, what's Jesus doing on the cross? On the cross, Jesus is living the life of perfect obedience that we should live, while at the same time he is dying the death for the rebellious life that we do live. And he's doing this both in our place and on our behalf. On the cross, Jesus is rescuing his people through both his sinless life and his sin-bearing and wrath of God exhausting death. The death of Jesus Christ was no mistake. For as the Apostle Peter would later write, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God. As we have sung, Hallelujah! What a Savior, what a love, what a cost. We stand forgiven at the cross. Indeed, the scriptures declare and personal faith attest that we stand forgiven at the cross. And as we will sing in a moment, love so amazing, so divine, demands my soul my life, my all. Amen.